The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode Rob of the Mr. Porter. Nelson Show. Rob this Porter. is episode uh, Rob no, Porter, 126. Rob Porter, 26. Rob Porter. Why not? Rob Porter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rob Porter. Enough. All right. Rob Porter. Uh, Rob Porter. Who the hell is Rob Porter? Well, I'm so glad you asked. He's a whiteout staffer who beat his ex-wife. What? No. Yeah. Well, so yeah. what? He's yeah, just some the staffer. That don't yeah. mean nothing. That, that ain't Trump himself. You just shut up, lefty. Yeah, you're well, so grasping and strong. No, you well, uh, I mean, this just goes uh, to show you what's yeah, well, going on. Uh, I mean, this was a guy you. that I think uh, Chief of Staff John Kelly was, uh, was friendly yes, with. exactly. And brought him in. Yes. And I like John Kelly, but if Why? he was aware of this guy's allegations oh, you could bet on early it. on instead of like they're presenting it like they just found out within the last week or so. Oh, no, he knew. Uh, that's God, a problem you know, for John Kelly. Now, John Kelly, I'm since spot. he took over, uh, he kind of reined in a lot of the erratic behavior of the early days of, of Trump's White House. Oh, please. But to let a guy like that get that close to the president, yeah, uh, that's expect? a fireable offense. That's, so uh, it doesn't look good on that yeah, spot. And plus, that, apparently, lefty. just as we went to tape, yet another staffer whose name escapes me what? Uh, has just resigned, that's apparently, really? for similar oh my uh, allegations. God. Well, I'm so, not yeah, surprised. that's I'm a bit of a, a bump you hit there, but especially oh, if it brings down more than Kelly, a which bump. Could, that's quite the pothole. Uh, he was aware Nelson. of this and just sort of looked the other way because he figured, hey, women making things up or whatever. Well, sometimes. Uh, no, oh uh, especially one of the ex-wives certainly had uh, photographic evidence of the yes. meeting. Yes, right. And so, boy, quite the yeah, shiner. that was a guy you should have dumped. Uh, you shouldn't have never even let him in the door. Exactly. <laughs> Unless, of course, they, let Trump in. That they didn't no, know anything about shut up, lefty. until recently. But beyond that, well, well yeah, that, that's pretty bad. Well, it's just a couple of uh, bad employees. It ain't Trump the man. Well, you got to understand, Red. What? Uh, shit draws flies. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Oh, yeah, up yours. All this corruption and cheating and lying and stealing going on after we heard in that Nunez memo. Oh. You're going to sit here and worry about this tabloid trash. Oh. Get out. No, I will not. I will always defend women. And besides, speaking of memos, I notice a certain Democrat memo is not being released. No surprise there, because I'm sure what they have in that memo will show. Shut that other memo down! Oh, get no. Well, you know, uh, apparently, uh, Adam Schiff, good man, made contact with some uh, Ukrainians who had information what? about some connections between Trump and Russia. Oh man, what? let's hear it. Hi. All right, I'm gonna put Mr. Schiff on the phone, and then I Mr. guess are you Schiff. going to transfer him to Mr. Paruby? Yes, of course. Great. Thank you. Hi. How are you? Hello, Mr. Schiff. Thank you for your time. Uh, thank you, Chairman. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to speak with you. I know that you work for investigation regarding Trump and Russian government. 
Oh yes. my God! We know some important no. information about that. Oh. Uh, and that uh, that uh, is documented as well in materials you want to provide to us. Yes. Could I explain? Oh, you well, no. uh, here we go. Yes, of course. But you know, again, no. I would just caution that uh, uh, our Russian friends may be listening to the conversation, so I wouldn't share anything <laughs> no on the phone doubt. that you don't want them to hear. <laughs> no, I don't think that smart it will man, impact on our smart. investigation. No. No. Yes. Well, uh, please go ahead then. In November 2013, Mr. Trump visited Moscow. He visited a competition in Miss Universe, and there he met with Russian journalist and celebrity Ksenia Sobchak. I'm sorry, can you explain that again? While he was in Moscow in November 2013, he met with a journalist and... Well, she's poor journalist. But anyway, she became famous because of Putin is her godfather. Oh okay, my God! She's okay. uh, also known as a person now. who provides uh, uh, girls for escort for oligarchs, and she met with Trump, and she oh, brought him one-hour Russian girl celebrity Olga Buzova, who also known as a person with a strange reputation. Olga, oh, and, and how do you spell course. her name? Olga Buzova. Exactly. Buzova. Um, so yes. Olga Buzova is a uh, friend of the. Uh, the reporter Sovchak? Yes, she's a friend of reporter and I think the special agent of Russian Secret Service, Ksenia Sovchak. Oh my god! Um, that Sovchak is or Olga is? <laughs> no, Sovchak is Ksenia. Okay, and so Buseva met with Trump uh, in in uh, New York at some point after the 2013 Miss Universe? Uh, yes. Okay. <gasps> Absolutely, and she got uh, compromising materials on Trump after their uh, short relations. You see? You see? It all makes sense now! Okay, no. and, and what's the nature of the compromise? Well, there were pictures of naked Trump. Ew, what? <laughs> oh, man! Okay. <laughs> okay! What? <laughs> Uh, what? It, none of this is real. The, the ship's real. What? Uh, he fell for a prank call from what? some uh, Ukrainian what? comedian. Oh, oh man. You know, punked him there. He claims he knew all along, oh, but he kept going. Yeah. This thing went on for another well, so did I. five oh, minutes. Was a going on. He just, he, boy, he really wanted those naked pictures of Trump. Oh, uh, and it's None of it's real. He was easily pranked. And it turns out... No, um, it, it, over a hundred thousand dollars uh, from federal agents was spent to Russian scamming them, uh, and they were looking for from ten million, and they dropped it down to a million, claiming all kinds of information on Trump. What? The and, uh, just, you gotta wonder how many Russian scams were pulled. I mean, this is just a joke, but it seems it's that easy to uh, punk people in positions deep. of authority and power over this crap. Desperately no. trying to prove this story right. No. And you can understand yeah. why, because it's looking very much like quite a few people in high places in office and federal in an attempt no, to no, try no, to find Trump something Trump to back up this uh, narrative no. yeah. of Trump's treason, basically. Yes! And no. uh, this is where we are. <laughs> What kind of traitor would make America great again? Trump. Oh. Uh, the quest for exactly. naked Trump. Who, who knew? Who, who knew that uh, he his his nakedness was so desirable? Oh man. <laughs> oh oh no. Anyway, that's the kind of info you'll probably get in the Democratic memo. But no, damn it! <laughs> yeah, Come on. Yeah, yeah.
nothing but crap. Anyway, uh, moving right along while everyone was distracted <sighs> with uh, idiot stories like that, memos no. and no. Russian collusion and naked uh, Trump. Uh, the thieves in the night uh, passed a bill that robbed everyone blind. Yes. Uh, the budget was signed into law, and what? it's just disgraceful. Uh, no, Trump wouldn't Loads of spending we cannot oh, afford, and uh, nobody's noticing it. Uh, I mean, the hope is... And this this just uh, this doesn't add up. But I mean, the, the idea is with the deregulation and the tax cut, and awful. especially the corporate awful. tax cut. Oh, oh we'll grow enough to where we can afford this stuff. But the spending is way beyond what any uh, gains that could could make. So so, boy, uh, yeah. Less than ten months ago, Trump was proposing to uh, reduce the spending by forty five billion in two thousand eighteen. Oh my God! But now the Senate has proposed uh, adding sixty-three billion. What? Well, <laughs> uh, that's good. Four hundred seventy-one billion to five hundred seventy-nine oh. uh, amounts to nearly twenty-three percent shift. Again, this is less than a year. Wait, what? Uh, even if one assumes that Trump's proposal last year was mostly for show, uh -huh. the sixty-three billion no. hike above no, existing spending amounts to. 12.2% boost. That's nearly six times as large as the 2017 inflation rate of 2.1. Uh, huh? I'm reading this from the article on the, uh, the, the Senate bill from the Washington Examiner by Quinn Hillier. Who? I do suggest you take it out under the headline, The Senate Budget Deal yeah. is one of the Yeah, that's not a real ever. newspaper. Uh, yeah, it is. And uh, a lot of this what? comes under which uh, this Nixonian era... Uh, oh. uh, budget matters that the Republican. Senate has had since those days of baseline budgeting. So that yeah, means so. it's automatic that a certain rate of percentage of increases in spending will increase over the set time. So say it's 10 years, so each year it increases. So me. every time someone tries to bring some sanity into it and does, well, let's just reduce the rate of increase oh is what God. they're talking about whenever that comes up. <laughs> You're cutting! Exactly! And all that. You can't even do that. It's no. not a cut when the spending increases. It's just a reduction of the rate. But you can't what? even do that. And that's like pulling teeth without, you know, anesthetic for exactly. these assholes. It's very painful. And it's nothing but atrocious theater and god awful oh. lying. Oh from my god. Flat out thieves. So oh, Yeah, that you is, slept through it, but uh, somebody wasn't you sleeping. <laughs> and uh, so there it is. Uh, boy. Uh, and again, they we're not going to grow our way into the ability to pay that without some pain. Just Probably felt people. an increased prices and whatnot. No, so sooner or later, to help people in uh, need. this will happen. And and even if there uh, on paper is some sort of economic boom, which you could have with the expanded capital, uh, you're what? still... Uh, going to have if the Democrats can take, they're going to say, "Well, now's the time to raise taxes and stuff yes, like that," and uh, and and then boost the spending even more. Why not? So uh, it, it's not quite to the point where you say, "Gee, we should should have just gave Obama a third term." And what, what oh, difference does oh, it make? That been well, good. you wouldn't yes. have at least the yes. cushion of the possible economic boom that we could have what? with the tax cuts the and deregulation. Stop. But, about yeah. like that. <laughs> uh, you'd still spend it all, and within a within a decade, what? whatever gains we made would be uh, irrelevant. Uh, 
Uh, of course, uh, the left and Democrats stuff. will tell you it's all about defense spending, defense spending, it defense is. spending. It's but no, sixty percent of the American federal budget uh, is Social Security, yeah. Medicare, and Medicaid. What? And after eight years of Obama and Obamacare, that's only people. increased more than what it just was before. So this is massive. So we're heading in easily to thirty trillion dollar debt, uh, probably before so, Trump leaves office. Uh, even before he ends his first term. So, first, there ain't going to be a second uh, term. Just forget yeah. about that. <laughs> like I said, uh, thieves in the night. Uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, Schumer went on the floor and went through a list of things. This is spending for this, and this is spending for that. It's Stop really that. great stuff. Stop and there's no accountability for the, uh, for, for the for these expenditures that takes place in Washington, this time and time and time well, again, and they'll is. slap a pretty name on it. Oh, that's money going for the children or something like that, and it doesn't. Uh, Doug hates and, kids. Doug just hates kids. That's what that is. Uh, just hates children. Look, I I know uh, at, at least on the front and uh, in the in the game of theater, uh, the Republicans are having some wins here no. with Trump and everything. No. But uh, no. everybody lost uh, the other what? night. So. Yeah, because Trump's still president. Yeah. No! I wouldn't listen. Well, uh, we? maybe something else will happen and we'll turn that around. But uh, yeah, Trump I'm not impeached. optimistic. Gee, that's really depressing. Let's try to get some more happier news here to talk about rather than just all this horrible stuff like that. Let's see what we got here. Over at the Blaze, uh, oh, illegal God. immigrant... Stabs man who asked him to stop urinating at a bus. Nobody's stop. illegal. Oh, Nobody's well, illegal. That sounds just lovely. You're An illegal immigrant reportedly slashed and stabbed a Maryland what? man with a box cutter oh, repeatedly after the man asked him to stop urinating at the bus stop. Oh. Uh, WJLA-TV reported Tuesday that Salvador Gomez Lopez, the man accused of slashing the D.C. metro area man, is from El Salvador uh-huh. in the United States illegally. The illegal? incident occurred late in November, November when Gomez Lopez, 46, reportedly began urinating in public while standing at a bus stop. God the victim said he asked Savage. Gomez Lopez to use a public restroom instead of urinating publicly. Instead of acquiescing, have you ever been in those places? Uh, Gomez Lopez reportedly pulled out a box cutter from his backpack and began slashing and stabbing the victim. The two men ended up on the ground, where the victim was reportedly able to wrestle away the alleged attacker's weapon. According to WJLA, police were dispatched to the bus stop, where they found the bloodied victim with serious slash and stab wounds to his stomach, face, and neck. The victim survived his wounds, according to the station. But the extent of his injuries is unknown. Law enforcement arrested Gomez Lopez at the scene of the crime. Well, what's happened since he was taken into custody? Well, Gomez Lopez was reportedly drunk and belligerent, as well as uncooperative. And allegedly attempted to provide law enforcement with a false name during questioning over the incident. Immigration and Customs Enforcement identified Uh. the man as... Gomez Lopez, and noted that he is in the U.S. illegally. Undocumented. Fox News on Tuesday reported spokesperson added that Gomez Lopez Uh, is a fugitive. The station noted that the court notes show uh, Gomez Lopez was working part-time for a relative doing odd jobs and is the father of two children. It is unclear if Gomez Lopez's children are living in the U.S. Gomez Lopez remains in custody in Montgomery County, Maryland, and ICE has lodged an immigration detainer against him. 
Fox News uh, reported that uh, Gomez Lopez is being hailed on a $5,000 bond. Well, He's scheduled for trial in April and faces up to 38 years imprisonment on charges of first-degree assault, second-degree assault, and carrying a dangerous weapon with the intent to injure. Wait a minute. Box cutters are dangerous weapon? I mean, well, it... Uh, what if you're like a UPS worker or something? Ain't you ever I mean, never heard of 9-11, uh, dumb idiot? He didn't drive a plane anywhere. He just sort of got in an altercation with some man who was probably insensitive to, well, to it, Latinos. And, well, one thing led to another. Oh, God. Yeah, well, uh, the, the charge included uh, with the intent to injure, which he clearly did. So, uh, yeah, that uh, we, uh, a box cutter becomes a deadly weapon when you turn it into one. Meanwhile, notice the uh, ICE had to file for permission to have a part of this case. So? Uh, fortunately, he's being charged with the assault, so that'll put him away for a while. But uh, what if it wasn't that serious? ICE probably wouldn't have access to this uh, Good. illegal alien. Uh! And, no one is uh, illegal. He'd be probably no kept in a sanctuary illegal. city somewhere in Maryland. No one is yeah. illegal. Yeah. No one. Oh, well. No one's illegal. Well, if no one's illegal, I guess you might as well just open up all the prisons and let every criminal go. <laughs> That's not <laughs> what I said. Just shut up, Red. Oh, boy. God. You know what I meant. Yeah, we can't let uh, criminals out of prison because then people like Gerald Vogel might get out. Speaking of Jared, recently Jared Vogel claimed the judge is biased in his child porn case because she has teenage daughters. What? Vogel <laughs> uh, uh, was sentenced to 15 years and 8 months in federal prison for possession and distribution of child pornography oh. and for traveling across state lines to have commercial... Commercial? Oh, because I guess because he was paying for it. Uh, commercial sex with a minor. Oh, God. Fogel has fought the sentence ever yeah. since because it was more severe than Fogel's lead team and prosecutors had recommended yeah, under a plea tough. agreement. Yeah, well, <laughs> judge overrules. <laughs> and right. let's face it, you were pretty disgusting. So now now yep. the 40 year old Fogel is representing himself in court. Well, that'll work out. While he is held in a federal correctional facility in Colorado. Because Fogel's case involves uh, uh, revolves around him soliciting a teenage prostitute and the illegal photographing of teenage girls, Fogel argues oh that God. Judge Tanya Pratt's teenage daughters prevent her from being objective. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it is the opinion of a reasonable party that Judge Tanya. Walton Pratt has demonstrated she is prejudicially biased uh, to the defendant for Gerald Fogel and should, in facts and law, recuse herself from these proceedings. Oh, oh get out. Oh, boy. Fogel rose to fame as the pitchman for Subway, famously having lost more than 200 pounds in college, oh, partially due to a diet uh, of Subway sandwiches. During well, Fogel's mind. ad campaign, uh, thank you. Subway tripled its number of locations yeah, and became well, the world's largest restaurant chain. Wow. Uh, but in 2015, authorities raided Fogel's home in Zionsville, Indiana, discovering the child pornography he had received from Russell Taylor, the former head of Fogel's charitable foundation. Taylor is serving a 27-year prison sentence for producing and distributing child pornography. Fogel was also charged with traveling to set up sexual encounters with minors 
dating back as far as 2007. Boy, I tell you, when you're looking for a pitch man for your your company, you really need to seriously uh, vet them. <laughs> that certainly well, yeah. didn't happen here. No. But, uh, well, there you go. Apparently, if you have children, <laughs> specifically daughters, yeah, you're impartial in the Fogel case. Yeah, I don't think that's going to hold water, Fogel. Uh, no. Yeah, I think not. you're done. But yeah, you really need to vet these people. Kind of like Trump should have vetted Ron Putman. Oh, God damn it. No, no. Well, it's true. Uh, meanwhile, you know, they've had that latest craze that goes viral over the internet and uh, all the kids want to get in on it and post their own videos. You know, they had the... Uh, uh, what was it? The cinnamon challenge, and then uh, right. pouring ice over your head, and yeah, then I did uh, that one. turning, uh, catching your, uh, lighting yourself on fire. <laughs> oh God! Well, that wasn't enough. So then, of course, Tide Pods. Oh right! Uh, idiot kids eating Tide Pods. What? Oh, it's a crisis. So a pair of New York yes. Democrats have introduced a bill in the oh. New York State Assembly that they say is necessary to combat the consumption of Tide Pods. Thank God! Yes, finally. Yes. Well, their solution is the bill would require the pods to be packaged in a uniform color as well as requiring each pod to be individually wrapped in plastic complete with a warning label. What, yeah, what yeah. the hell is that so, going to do? This way, they won't look as appetizing as they what? do today. And that well, way, the kids uh, <laughs> won't be starving for them, I guess. Oh, no, God. Come on, only yeah, a Democrat yeah, would sign a bill like I, that. They're, they're trying. <laughs> At least they're trying. Trying Stop to be this stupid. Scourge upon young people. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of young people, uh, students protested a white girl being cast what? in a musical. So the school decided to cancel the whole thing. Yes, uh, well, Ithaca High School planned to put on a production of The Hunchback of Notre Dame this what? semester, but the musical was derailed after students protested the casting of a white girl. As a Roman oh gypsy. Oh, oh, well, when a white sense. actress received the role of Esmeralda, who the original novel says is half Roma yeah. and half French, several oh. students dropped out of the play and formed an activist well, group to protest. The, French the group wrote a letter calling the casting <laughs> cultural appropriation and whitewashing oh, because the woman who got the role is the epitome of whiteness even while acknowledging that she was a stellar actor, singer, and dancer. Oh. At any stage, it would be lucky to have. The students demanded that the school either choose a different show and hold new auditions or well, do the Hunchback of Notre Dame but too. recruit black and brown female students to what? play the role of Esmeralda. What? So, of Gypsies course, are black now? The whole they don't make because, no you know, you just can't have nice things. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, this from the blaze. Well, well, uh, there you go. We really do need to do something about cultural appropriation. You know? Well, we're finally living in a more enlightened age because I was reading Salon the other day. Oh, God. And you know what? No. Nope. The Marvel Comics movie uh, Black Panther will be the what? first Black superhero movie ever. So what uh, a no, what a great new really. age. And I think a lot of white people should just not attend what? the movies. Uh, because well, I wouldn't this go is their just moment. for that this now, is moment, And that would be great. Just uh, boy, great. Uh, quite a few uh, problems there. First of all, uh, the first Marvel superhero, or black superhero, uh, to bring to the movies was Blade, played by Wesley Snipes. And in case what? you haven't noticed, Wesley Snipes is black, as well, well as the character Blade, that. the vampire hunter. 
uh, Marvel superhero character. Uh, he did three movies, and actually that was the beginning of the Marvel Studios that created this uh, superhero craze that's been dominating Hollywood now for well over ten years. Uh, people think it started with Iron Man, and it sort of did, but uh, to get the Marvel Studios off the ground, uh, Blade was uh, the the uh, franchise that got that rolling. And then, of course, uh, there was uh, Will Smith in his Hancock movie where he plays kind of a Superman-like character in that one. And, uh, and of course, the idea of um, uh, black men being leads in movies is pretty old by now. So the idea that this is some groundbreaking event well, is just nonsense. It really isn't. Well, this uh, and this just salons is a sloppy, lazy site what? that is either sloppy and lazy, ignorant, and just flat out lying, and probably a combination of both. Yep. yep. Anyway, the point of white people not going because it's offensive to black people is weird because what? just before this, there were people saying, oh, uh, they wanted to change uh, deliberately... Uh, downgrade the score on Rotten Tomatoes in order to protest from the behalf of DC Comics or some crap like that. And immediately this was called racist and stuff. So uh, even worse would be white people not going to see the movie because the numbers uh, would be so bad of the attendance to the movie it would have to rule what? it a failure. So uh, without uh, uh, white uh, fans of Black Panther, uh, the movie would not succeed because you got to understand uh, minority means you're small in number. It doesn't have anything to do with your skin color. Oh, I <laughs> beg to circumstance. So you don't have the numbers to prop up something like this. you got to have white fans who enjoy oh, uh, superhero stories like Black Panther as well. <laughs> So, and I'll be seeing the movie. It looks pretty cool. Uh, the, a lot of the trailers. Well, actually, some of the effects upon second looking look kind of cheesy. I'm hoping they touch that up a bit. But oh, all in boy. all, I think it should be okay. Uh, Marvel okay. is not perfect. It's like They, they get excellent. a lot of uh, accolades like they are, but they're not. Uh, there's some hits and myths there for me. But overall, uh, they can give you a fairly decent, entertaining uh, movie. Unlike their current roster of comic books, which are absolute garbage. Which must mean they're excellent. Well, on second thought, maybe I ain't going. Because you're racist. God damn it, just for that I'm going. <laughs> because you're racist. Oh. Okay, uh, boy, look at the time. We're going to take a short break uh, with some comedy audio bits and, of course, some informative sponsors that you need to check out so that you can support this little program that you love. You must love it. You're listening to it. Yes, you are. Hi, this is Mercedes Carrera, and you are listening to the Mr. Nelson Show on RadioMisfits.com. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. Oh, man, when I saw that uh, Michaela Maroney shaking that ass on that Instagram, well, all I can say is, thank God she's legal now. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, 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 I gotta go. Oh, man. Get off the phone, goddammit. What? What I do now? Cut the attitude. I was just in the shop working on Sally's chair, trying to fix it. When I went looking uh, for oh, some blue, uh, 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 uh huh, uh, there weren't none. 
Though I knew I had bought two bottles, but it was all gone. What did I find? A bunch of bags of glue in the garbage. Stop fidgeting around, damn it, and answer me this. Did you pour glue into a bag and huff it? Answer me, damn it. Did you huff my glue? No, damn it. No, I, I don't do that. I didn't do none of that. I didn't touch your damn glue. No. Well, then how do you explain all that shiny glue dripping out of your nose? Oh, oh damn. Oh, man, that is sticky. Oh, damn. Well, it's... I. Uh, it, 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 oh, God. Damn, what the hell am I going to do with you? Oh, That's next time on My Brother's Keeper on TLC. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to TweakedAudio.com and use discount code MrNelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's MrNelson, M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's TweakedAudio.com. Hey, man, you know what's in outer space? I, I, I don't know what. <laughs> Guess. Stupid, 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 stupid. Oh, well, we, what's this? <laughs> well, it's another spaghetti sci fi rift by yours truly. Oh, man, don't leave me hanging. Fill me in on the details. Well, this time it's Mr. Nelson Riff's War of the Robots. Oh, boy. Yes, in War of the Robots, a scientist from Earth is kidnapped by a bunch of robots that all look like the late Rolling Stone Brian Jones. Huh. Yes, the crew of the starship Trissy. What? <laughs> yes, they call it the starship Trissy. Uh, they pursue the robots to rescue the scientist and his beautiful assistant. They run around a lot, and once in a while they shoot ray guns and then watch TV. Yes, this spaghetti sci-fi romp was made by the same guys who made Cosmos War of the Planets. Oh, wow! Yes, so once again, someone on the set forgot to turn on the lights during filming. Oh, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Also in this package deal, you get Chapter 4 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe. Yes, Flash saves the Earth by taking a powder on a mountain. Meanwhile, Ming the Merciless makes Dale watch as Dr. Zarkov is forced to wear a dress. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. It also contains some music from Kevin MacLeod. Oh, wow! Where can I get this? Oh, you just have to head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. And this little gem can be yours, simply for a buck seventy-five. Oh, wow! Cheap! Yes. Yes, it is. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com.
Sin Productions comes a space opera adventure like no other. Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! In our last episode, Bubba, Lieutenant Ludi, and Dr. Booze Hatfield zapped over to the Humdinger. There investigated the scene, and Bubba discovered the cryogenically frozen form of former porn star Glory Hole. Meanwhile, back on the Edsel, Mr. Spot and Budsy were suddenly under attack from an apparent Martian vessel. While this was going on, suddenly Bubba was apparently abducted by Glory Hole to some other mysterious location. Whoa, man, what the hell? How'd we get here? And where the hell is here? Relax, Bubba. I merely zapped us over to my private chambers. Well, damn, couldn't we have just walked down here? I mean, jeez Louise, I, I kind of jangled my atoms, you know? I, I didn't even know there was such a thing as a portable zap teleporter thing. Well, it's a special design of Dr. Unitards, and we couldn't have just walked here because we're not on the Humdinger anymore. We've been teleported to a habitat constructed deep inside one of the Trojan asteroids. What? Uh, wh uh, what about uh, Booze and Lieutenant Ludi? Uh, I gotta contact them, let them know where I am. Well, we don't need them, especially her. So why don't you just relax and uh, let me take care of you. Uh, uh, oh, man. Wait a minute. What's going on here? Uh, what were you doing cryogenically frozen in an abandoned spaceship if this is your, your, your personal chambers or home or whatever it is? And what happened to the rest of your crew? I mean, what the Shh, hell? Please, please, please what, what? relax, Papa. Please, oh. here. Have a seat yeah, on the right. bed. Just relax and let me soothe you. Yes, yes. There you go. Yeah. Here, here. Let me pour you a drink. Yeah. yeah. Here. Yeah. There, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give yourself a little sip. Mm, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, let me slip into something a bit more huh? comfortable. Yeah, yeah sure. Mm. Uh, you go right ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, seems like you're, uh, Slipping out of something rather than, than into something. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bubba, that's because I'm never more comfortable than uh, when uh, I'm uh, new. Uh, oh. oh, yeah? Mm, yeah. All right. You might find that nudity is comfortable for you, too. Why don't I help you with those pants? Uh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, let's get to that. That's that's that. Oh my God! What the hell is that? Oh no, Doctor Unitard! Who? He can see us. He can see us now. Yeah, I can see you. Of course he can see us. You turned the lights on. They can see us with lights on through the two-way mirror. Two-way mirror. How was I supposed to monitor my equipment without light? You're not supposed to be monitoring equipment. You're supposed to be monitoring the experiment with the experiment. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, look, I've done some crazy and wild stuff, sure, but uh, well, um, not this. Like, no well, way. Um... Who are these guys anyway? How come their heads look like giant throbbing testicles? Well, uh, that's 
Dr. Unitard and, and Professor Smelted. Wait, what? Who? We are the future, Captain Stargard. Yes, the future of all mankind of the next and most evolutionary fit. And with your help, we will breed a new race for tomorrow. Wait a minute. I'm no dummy. You freaks have abducted me here to put me out to stud to knock up glory hole here so that you could turn our offspring into your super race to replace humanity. Well, yes, that's just what we said. Well, you can forget it, nutsack head. I'm no one's guinea pig. Uh, Bubba, don't I please you? What? Uh, no, Gloria, you're not the problem here. It's, uh, well... Look at those. Yes, you see? He's getting aroused. Yes, yes, he will certainly Damn it, I can't do this in front of an audience. Well, what's the big deal? I've done it for years. Yeah, but you're a porn star. I'm not equipped for that. I mean, well, never mind. I just can't do it in front of an audience like that. No, I can't. Relax, Captain Stargard. There's no need to be embarrassed. Yes, besides, thanks to the aphrodisiacs mixed in the drink that Miss Hull prepared for you, you have ingested certain male enhancements. Yes, so now you'll be performing with twice your normal size. Whoa. Only twice, huh? Yeah, yeah, well, never mind. Don't worry, Glory, you and I will continue this elsewhere privately. But in the meantime, my crew will be on the way to find me if they aren't already. And then when they get here, they'll be hell to pay. So you'd better just give up already. <laughs> <laughs> You're assuming your crew has survived. <laughs> huh? Uh, what's that supposed to mean? What indeed? Let's find out as we return to the Humdinger where we left Lieutenant Ludy and Dr. Booze Hatfield. Well, it was definitely a teleport of some sort. So Bubba could still be alive. Damn, how the hell did she do that, huh? I'm not sure, but I can only deduce that since Dr. Unitard, the inventor of the teleport, was on board, he must have rigged up some new advanced system that she could use, possibly portably. Well, that's uh, that's really something. In the meantime, gotta be able to track Bubba's bioscience, Doctor, so that we can possibly locate him and find out what happened. Yeah, yeah, I'll get right on <coughs> Whoa, what the hell? It seems we're under attack. And as we go across the gulf of space between the Humdinger and the vessel that fired upon them, we find the Edsel! Direct hit on the enemy vessel, Mrs. Butt! Huh, good shooting there, Buttsy. That'll show them Martians we mean business. Now fire again and finish them off! Aye, aye, sir! Oh, no! What's going on? Why would the Edsel mistake the Humdinger for an enemy vessel? Find out in the next exciting episode of Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol is written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Oh, man. I shouldn't have drank that extra lemonade. Jeez, maybe there's a rest stop somewhere up here somewhere. 
Wait, what? There we go. What's this? It... Piss and shits. Yes, that's right. Whenever and wherever nature calls, you can answer her at Piss and Shits. Our bathroom facilities are second to none. And unlike most, we don't just have toilet paper, but butt wipes as well. Strange man staring at me from under the other stall. What? Who are you? Hello there. I'm former Senator Larry Craig. I just want to watch you pee. So when you're on the go, on the road, and you gotta go, try out pissing shits. Say, gang, can't get enough of Mr. Nelson. <laughs> yes, and who can? Well, to help out in between shows, why don't you head over to Zazzle.com slash V underscore MR underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. <laughs> yes, it's just that simple. There you'll find all kinds of t-shirts, mugs, stickers, and pins, and even hats. Yes, that's right. All adorned with artwork by yours truly, Mr. Nelson. And of course, most prominently, the Mr. Nelson t-shirt, the Mr. Nelson pins, buttons, uh, bumper stickers, and the mugs. Uh, did I say mugs? Yeah. And a night-night shirt, that too. Oh, yes, yes. And other lovely shirts that uh, feature artwork from uh, my Selfie store, my Selfie.com store slash Nelson, where you can watch my little four-man mystery science theater movies. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, other t-shirts and stuff that I did just for fun. Uh, and even the uh, the Rob Saul Show uh, t-shirt is there. Yes, you can have all those goodies. You need to go to Zazzle.com slash the Mr. Nelson store. That's right, the Mr. Nelson store. Zazzle.com slash the underscore M-R underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. <laughs> oh, yeah! It's just that easy. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Okay, welcome back. I do appreciate you listening to my programs, and I do hope you'll check out also my YouTube channel. Uh, where there's plenty of uh, funny news videos there, uh, cartoons I've done, and uh, movie and television reviews and stuff like that. So it's more Nelson for free. And, of course, you can check out my many stores that have products that aren't free, but the money you spend there helps me produce programs like these for you. <laughs> Meanwhile, it appears the Me Too movement uh, has led to suicide. Uh, producer Jill Messick died of suicide at age 50. Uh, she was a veteran studio executive and producer uh, and the ex-manager of Rose McGowan, and she uh, found herself caught in the middle of the fight between McGowan and Harvey Weinstein. Uh, Messick's family said in a statement she was broken by seeing her name in the news surrounding McGowan's accusation that Weinstein raped her. Uh, last month, Weinstein's team included a quote from her from last year that supported Weinstein's argument that his involvement with McGowan was consensual. Uh, Jill Messick was a mother of two children, a loving wife and partner, and dear friend to many, and a smart entertainment executive. She was also a survivor 
privately battling depression, which had been her nemesis for years, her family said in a statement. Today, she did not survive. Jill took her own life. Uh, I, too, suffer from depression. And, uh, yes, this is very possible. Uh, when the pressures of that life can push you uh, beyond your uh, ability to cope and deal with it because it's a disease you have to manage and you have to figure out how to do that. But when outside forces overwhelm your defenses, um, well, uh, this happens. And this is apparently is the case with uh, Miss Messick. Uh, seeing her name in headlines again and again as part of one person's attempt to gain more attention for her personal cause, meaning Rose, along with Harvey's desperate attempt to vindicate himself, was devastating to her, the state, uh, statement continued. It broke Jill, who was just starting to get her life back on track. What makes Rose's inaccurate accusations and insinuations against Jill ironic was that she was the first person who stood up on Rose's behalf and alerted her bosses to the horrific experience which Rose suffered. Uh, the statement also said she was victimized by our new culture of unlimited information sharing and a willingness to accept statement as fact. The speed of disseminating information has carried mistruths about Jill as a person, which she was unable and unwilling to challenge. She became collateral damage in an already horrific story. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true with, uh, uh, you know, things getting thrown around. And even if it turns out not to be true, it's already too late because not a lot of people will ever uh, pay attention to the retraction. Uh, Misick worked as an executive producer on Relativity's comedy Masterminds, Universal's 2008 film Baby Mama, and the 2007 comedy Hot Rod. She also served as an executive producer on the NBC series Bad Judge. Mezik was a production executive at Weinstein's Miramax from 1997 to 2003, where she also served as a co-executive producer on the 1999 film She's All That. She was also part of the 2002 Oscar-winning film Frida. She was McGowan's manager in 1997, the year McGowan says she was raped by Weinstein. So she, well, she's just now coming in to this when this is supposed to have happened, so... So uh, anyway, last month, Weinstein used quotes attributed to Messick that supported his version of the events at the 1997 Sundance Film Festival. McGowan said she was sexually assaulted by Weinstein in his hotel room in Park City, Utah, during 1997 Sundance Film Festival. The family's uh, statement said that in January of 1997, Messick was an entry-level manager at Addis Wessler, where one of her first clients was Rose McGowan. Her duty was to set up a breakfast with Weinstein at Sundance, and after hearing about Rose's encounter with the movie mogul, she went to her bosses to insist the situation be addressed, the family said. Uh, all Jill knew was that the matter was settled and that Rose continued making films with the Weinsteins. She never knew any details until recently when Rose elected to make them public. <sighs> You see, th 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 there's nothing is quite clear about this story with Rose and Harvey. I just, I, I mean, I'm inclined to believe Harvey did it because he's such a, you know, beast. But she thought it was settled. And of course, she's right. Rose McGowan worked for the Weinstein Company. I mean, you kept doing it. And I don't know. It's uh, It's weird. Uh, Messick was born in July 27, 1967. She survived by two children, Jackson and Ava, and their father, Kevin Messick, as well as her brother and partner, Dan Shuck. Ah, uh, boy. 
Oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah, uh, with depression and the outside forces weighing in on you and crashing in on you, uh, she is definitely a collateral damage here, especially when she said that Rose McGowan uh, lied about her um, and about what she did. And she says, oh, she went to the bosses. But about what? I mean, w- was Rose just upset about Harvey's attitude and behavior? Or was she saying, hey, the guy raped me last night? You don't go to your bosses, you call the cops, you know, but instead it was settled. So, I mean, you settle a rape, I, you know, this is, yeah. So I don't know. Now, of course, Messick, they're saying so she didn't know anything about a rape until, you know, recently when McGowan, you know, revealed all this, when the whole Me Too things blew up with uh, Ronan Farrow's story and all that. And, uh, so this is when she got that, and then her name got dragged into this whole thing, and then Harvey was using her for saying, hey, look, uh, she backed up my version of the story that it was consensual and all this sort of thing. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, it, but this is the sort of thing that's going to happen, and uh, granted, you're not responsible for people with mental illness because you can never know, but then again, the fact that you don't know and you're taking that risk when you're throwing things around uh, especially if it's not true. Uh, certainly in the case of Miss Messick, if Miss Messick is saying she didn't do that, uh, you know, she didn't uh, cover up for Harvey or what have you. And I mean, Rose McGowan's got to explain herself as to why she took, well, I needed the money, I needed the job or what have you. I, uh, and then you're, again, I always bring this back with that reason that, well, it, it would have been harmful for my career to go up against Harvey and all this sort of thing. And I guess now she just doesn't care anymore about her career. I don't know. Uh, So that's the reason why you keep silent. But when you keep silent, guess what? He preys on other starlets, which apparently he most certainly did. And you said nothing. So a hero status of this crusade, I I don't think so. And now this just throwing uh, grenades everywhere uh, has pushed someone over the edge. Uh, quite literally. And it is something to consider while you're doing this. Uh, cause there's a lot of crap gets thrown around online all the time. And, uh, somebody who, uh, is not capable of dealing with this. Uh, I mean, if you don't have a conscious, it's not going to matter, but if you do, uh, this is going to weigh on you and it should. Um, so yeah. And she kept her uh, battles of depression private. Most people do. Uh, I just don't care, so I say it. And at this point, I might as well. Uh, it is a, it, it's a, it's still a stigma. You know, uh, employment's a hard thing to come by when you've got that in your background and stuff like that. So there's reasons you don't talk about it. But even so, uh, I expect uh, an adult, uh, relatively intelligent person to understand that there are risks like this that can happen. Well, when you go full barrel like that and blast anybody who questions anything about the story, because even if her story is completely accurate, and let's say it is, and there's some credibility there that, uh, you know, he held her down, raped her, uh, you know, and uh, but then she takes the deal. She keeps quiet. And that's the, the, the problem there, because he's going to prey on other women you know, and which he did. Um, that's the problem. When you're looking the other way, when the new young starlets go into his office, uh, you're practically an accessory to the crime. 
So uh, sympathy to the scenario, of course, uh, but hero status, not so much. Oh, boy. Uh, Me Too, of course, had all kind of absurdities, which makes a mockery of the ideas of rape victims. And that's the problem. Uh, And this happens again and again, you know, Mattress Girl and Lena Dunham and all these frauds like that who just make a total mockery of women who actually did suffer something as horrific as that. Meanwhile, uh, the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue decided, you know, we've got to stand by the Me Too movement and and bring and spread awareness about it by having our models pose nude. <laughs> so, uh, apparently, uh, after seeing the images, someone informed me that there's actually messages written on the bodies of the models, <laughs> but it takes a while to notice. Yes, yes, of course. Again. Stop making a mockery of rape victims. Uh, People are clumsy and stupid on this. And uh, women were behind this campaign for Sports Illustrated. So, yeah, Um, it's just it it, it, it's not an advertising campaign. And uh, the entertainment world is in no position to lecture anybody. So the the best message here is uh, when a rape occurs, report it immediately. Evidence should be collected, and then there is no question. But in scenarios like this, well, questions abound, just by the sheer force of logic. Yeah. Well, on that terrible note, uh, this brings us to an end of this episode of Mr. Nelson's show. But don't worry, because now it's twice a week. That's right, the next episode will be out uh wednesday so there you go you won't have to be away from me that long now you get me twice a week how about that also you can find me still on the rob saul show yes we're still (laughs) we're still on there um despite uh our our clumsiness uh last monday night and you'll have to uh, listen to uh, uh the previous episode of the nelson show for my details on that i'm not going to rehash that now all right again check out the youtube channel for the cartoons uh and movie and tv reviews stuff like that uh check out selfie.com slash nelson for my poor man mystery science theater movies they are dirt cheap but it helps me out. And of course, the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com for t-shirts, hats, stickers, uh, bumper stickers, stuff like that. All kind of goodies for you. Oh yeah, and follow me on Instagram. That'll be cool. <laughs> Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Okay. And, and what's the nature of the compromise? Well, there were pictures of naked Trump. Okay.